0: Hey there, I'm Donnie Spano, and I welcome you to Faith for Today. In this broadcast, we're looking at a particular topic. We're looking at thanks living. Now, this is the lifestyle of thanksgiving. Many would uh, mentally assent. They would agree that it's a good thing to be thankful. They would agree that it's good to give thanks. But uh, a lot fewer actually live a lifestyle of thanksgiving and actually have a thankful heart throughout their days. And that will make a difference between what kind of results we have in life or not. It's actually a a foundational part of faith that we'll find is thanksgiving and having a thankful heart. Now, don't just believe my word for it. Let's go together in the Scriptures. And if you will, let's go together to 1 Thessalonians 5.18 and to Colossians 2.7. Again, First Thessalonians 5.18. Hallelujah. And we're talking, we uh, actually started this series uh, previously, and we looked at being thankful all the time. And that is a thought that many would say is not possible, that you, it's not possible for you and I to be thankful all the time. But we went through plenty of scriptures that would... Uh, Uh, say otherwise. So I encourage you to go ahead and get a hold of that. Look at that. Now here in verse 18, 1 Thessalonians 5, it says, In everything, do what? In everything. So you could say, um, in every time, in every situation, in every day, in every week, in everything. Give thanks. Now, this isn't something that's for the whole world. This is actually a letter that's written to believers. It's written to, uh, at that time it was written to a church, which we can uh, adopt today. This is for us who are believers, for us who have made Jesus Lord of our life. This is directions for us. And we're being told by the Spirit of God who influenced the writer that in everything we are to give thanks in everything. And he continues by the Spirit of God and says, For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So if we want to know what is the will of God for our life, the scriptures are telling us right here. This is the will of God. What is? In everything, give thanks. Many think already, well, if you knew the circumstances that I had, you'd know I couldn't because we have the sickness in the home, because we have the, the back, uh, excuse me, we're behind on our bills, we're behind on our mortgage, you don't understand, there's no way I could give thanks right now. And to have that kind of mindset, to look at it in that way, is to completely forego and overlook thing after thing that God has done and good thing that still is right now. And it's not to say that the circumstances could not be better, that the circumstances can't change. Yeah, they could. Yeah, it could get better. But if we're so focused on what the circumstances are lacking, on what we're not getting, on what is not working out, then we are refusing to look at what is. We would be refusing to look at what God has done. Um, yes, sir. Well, I'll, I'll forego that example. Let's believe together because, a lot, like I said before, many people would agree with these things, but you and I don't want to just go over things that, you know, that are good to know. We want fresh what's right. We want what is of God, what is by His Spirit, which is going to nourish our faith. It will feed us spiritually. It will cause us to see it in a light that we have not before. I've never ministered these things like this along these lines. I require the Lord's help for it to be well. You and I require the Lord's help in order to hear it right. So let's together believe. And trust that the Lord's helping us. He's here in our presence. We're here two or three are gathered together in His name. Jesus is right here. And the Holy Spirit as our teacher is making it clear and helping us both to speak it and hear it accurately and right. And we resist Satan and all of his works. He will not hinder or cause these words to not go forth well by the helping of the Lord. We resist Him in Jesus' name. Father, thank You. Thank You for this wonderful helping. So now, back to where we were. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning us, that in everything we give thanks. Now, it doesn't mean that everything has to be good in order to give thanks. And um, I remember, this is years ago now, but my wife Tamara and I, we were... Uh, out and about and I was reading this very verse and the Lord ministered to my heart just like I'm having a conversation with someone, the thought was right there and the thought was many of my people, like I said it's in words just like if you and I were having a conversation and you know this is how real God will get with you that you can really sense thoughts and words inside you And God will speak to you. And it won't go outside of scriptures. It'll go right hand in hand with the Bible. And He wants to lead us like this all the time. So this shouldn't be uh, abnormal that these kinds of things happen. And so the thought was, many of my people, the Lord was saying to me, are seeking my will for their life. If they would start here, He said they would see more. And it just got inside me. What's he talking about? If they would look at their life in the present circumstances and find what he has done, find what he is doing and give him thanks, they would start to see more. They would start to know what? More of his will for their life. Part of God's will for our life, it's multifaceted. It's the work that we're supposed to do It's people that we're supposed to be connected to. It's a myriad of things and parts. I mean, think about all the things we do in this life. It's not outside of the will of God who we marry and children we have and things of this nature, what work we do. God, if we will look to Him, will show us. And I mean, let's be honest, who we marry ourselves to, That can mean a drastic lifestyle change. Picking the right one is a big deal. Uh, Picking the right work is a big deal. These aren't just things that we want to happen, chance, select. We want to know God's will. And I can see it now, just like he started showing me then. Many people, they're wanting to know Who am I supposed to be married to? What am I supposed to do in this life? Where am I supposed to live? I sense like I need to make a change. And they're looking for answers, looking for answers, looking for answers, and refusing to do this very thing. And in their heart and minds, they're still longing, and they're still upset because the spouse isn't there yet. And because they're not making what they think they should make for all this time and work and effort that they're giving. And they don't realize it, but they are being unthankful. I kid you not. I'm thinking now, I'm so thankful for elders that tomorrow and I have in the kingdom. Because they've shared some things from pulpit that uh, has helped me tremendously and I I can think I'm recalling one now particular elder that their uh, parent their uh, father actually had gone home to be with the Lord and the Lord quickened to them actually told them to recall all the days and years that they actually had together with their natural father and um then the Lord ministered to their heart and said, You know that there are many people who don't have any father? And you had all these years together with him. And they, they said that the Lord, they didn't, weren't expecting this, but the Lord was correcting them. You're being unthankful, he said. Now, here they had just their father had just gone home to be with the Lord. It's a tender time. It's not the time where you think you're going to hear, come on, get up, quit being sorry, quit, quit being unthankful. That's not what they thought they'd hear from God, but that was the right response. And it's the thing that you and I need to hear and not just hear and know it, but do it. It can be such a tough seeming time and you and I can actively find the good, find the God And give him thanks and that was their way out was that they they took count of that they recalled all that time that God had given them a good natural father one who showed them some good things in this earth one that showed them how to grow up and they didn't they weren't perfect but they they showed them the way to God Help them go further and do what God called them to do in this earth. That's wonderful. Many don't get that. And if you and I are going to see the next parts of God's will for our life, it's going to require thanks in this part. There's there's a hindrance to the future if we delay in giving thanks now. And let's continue in this so that we're, we're seeing this clearly. So it says, this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Now these things run together. We may go more into it later. But it's not by um, coincidence that right after this verse you find it says, quench not the spirit. Now the spirit, he's, uh, the Holy Spirit has been known to be like a fire. And I like the thought of a fire when you think about quenching. To quench would be to put it out. And that's what this can do it can put out what God is seeking to enlighten, it can have this way of squandering the flame inside. Where God is looking to light and to show, an unthankful heart will cover and extinguish. Yes, now let's go together Part of seeing what something is is looking at what it's not And we're gonna see what an unthankful heart will do before we go there. Let's go to Colossians 2 7 like I said we would Thank you Lord for your helping Colossians 2 7 And here in Colossians 2, 7, we find the connection between the thanks living and the faithful heart. So here in the 7th verse of chapter 2, in fact, I'm going to start in verse 6. And it says, as you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk you in him. Walk in him. 7th verse, rooted and built up in him established in the faith as you have been taught abounding therein with thanksgiving thank you lord now right after this it says beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men after the rudiments of the world and not after christ You'll find this coupling together throughout the scriptures. You'll find that there is a dullness, there is a darkness of mind and of heart when we choose to be unthankful. And you see it here connected. You see, let's look back at this 7th verse, that when we are abounding in thanksgiving, We'll find ourselves being established in the faith. You could say established or foundationed. Strong, secure, firm in faith. Where? Abounding in thanksgiving. And it continues and says also rooted and built up in Christ. This is a maturity. This is a growing up. This is an establishing position. And it takes a strong person to look at the face of uncertain circumstances and thank God. It looks like it's going the wrong way, but you know who you believe in and you choose to trust and you choose to give thanks. In the in the height of those circumstances this is a faithful one one who abounds in Thanksgiving irregardless of circumstances you're looking at one who's established in the faith and according to these scriptures it is it says as you have been taught when we learn of Jesus he will teach us in the way of the thanks giving lifestyle. He'll teach us thanks living. <laughs> I'll save ourselves. I'll, I'll just, you can see this in the multiplication of the fish and the loaves. Jesus refused to frustrate and he refused to think little of that boy's lunch. He lifted it to God. The scriptures say he gave thanks and he blessed it. And then he handed it to the disciples and they dispersed and they dispersed and they dispersed. And that lunch kept going and going and going. And they all ate well. And the boy took, um, <laughs> thank you, Lord, took a whole bunch home. They kept the fragments left over, there were um, whole baskets full. fragments left this is the nature of Jesus he abounds in Thanksgiving no matter what the circumstances and so now let's go together to Romans 1 18 to see what an unthankful heart will do Romans 1 and uh, verse 18 thank you Lord for your help I've heard it said that many will not preach. Or I should not. I should say are not uh, allowed to publicize these first uh, chapters of Romans. You know, you're in an ungodly world where it chooses to take God out, even in the Scriptures. But here we will not do that. And here in the 18th verse, it says, "For the wrath of God is revealed." God is spirit. Anything that you and I have felt, right, that we have emotions, God has emotions as well. There are things that, uh, you know, there is a righteous indignation. There are things that have bothered us, and it's actually right that it did. Now, it's not right that we allow that to lead us. And that's, you'll find with God. And we're going to find this uh, in this time and and in time to come. But God, there are things that anger Him. There are things that, uh, yes, sir, He Himself has been flexible and has adapted. And here it's saying that His wrath is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which may be known of God is manifest, you could say is shown or demonstrated in them. For God has showed it to them. That's what we were talking about earlier. Enlightened. Uh, If you were to light a flame, it would bring light and revelation into that room. It would reveal what is present in that darkness. And so God has done that. He has revealed to them his very being, his very presence, his very goodness. He's revealed it. He's enlightened the eyes of their understanding. And it says here that they hold that truth that they saw in unrighteousness. It said that when it was manifest in them, for God showed it to them, and then it continues in the 20th verse, and it says, For the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. He made it clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power in Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that when they knew God, 21st verse, they knew God. He showed himself to them. He enlightened them. In that moment in time, they knew him. Now, what was their response? Let's look back. When they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful. So even though they saw, they saw God for who he is, who he was, and who he would be, they didn't like it. They weren't, even, they weren't thankful for what they saw. And more importantly, let's look at what it produced in them. It said, but became vain, you could say useless, in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. You see, God enlightened them, but they chose darkness. He showed His goodness, and they were unthankful. The unthankful heart darkened their hearts, and you'll see it darken their minds. And that's what it goes on to talk about here. Their foolish heart. Notice, inside them, they became fools. You see, anything in this earth, people don't realize this because they think that we're just flesh beings, but things in this earth, they work inside out you and i can be wise in heart or we can be foolish in heart but it will carry out and a wise in heart it will surpass what is lacking in education outwardly god will it's been seen in years past there have been people i'm thinking now of brother smith wigglesworth he was a plumber up through many years and he didn't have much of an education and yet God so enabled him to learn how to get to a place where he could write a letter. Even then, uh, there was a particular minister. They got a letter from him. They said, you know, they they mentioned, Hey, Brother Wigglesworth, you, you mentioned this thing, this particular word. You spelled it like five different ways. <laughs> he asked me, said, well, did you understand it? They're like, yeah. Well, that's all, he said. But what I want to touch on, the Holy Spirit, the working of God inside of us, when we tap in with a thankful heart for what God's done, we tap into a knowing that's beyond what can be given through instruction, through education. It's not to devalue any of that, but God can take us well out beyond. And that's what he desires to do. He wants to enlighten our hearts. He wants us, hallelujah, to have a knowing and a wise heart. And so here, they were unthankful for what God had done. They were unthankful for what God was doing, unthankful for what God was showing. And they became useless in their imaginations. So their thoughts were going towards things that were absolutely a waste, of no use wasn't helping them, wasn't helping anybody else. Their minds were going a complete opposite direction of what God would have for them. And it said that their foolish heart was darkened. And it continues in the 22nd verse and says, professing themselves to be wise. So they think they're smart. They think they're making the best use of their time. And in all actuality, they're wasting and it's useless. And they became fools, the scripture said. The 23rd verse says, And they changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lusts or desires of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Don't let all that get you off of what this is showing the 25th verse says who changed the truth of god into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever amen so although they saw god they didn't like they did not choose to be thankful for what they saw and what it did is it caused them to be so darkened that instead of worshiping the Creator, they started worshiping what He created. It shows complete foolishness because anyone knows. It's like a painting. Say an artist painted this, right? Say it's a Rembrandt, and Rembrandt is in the room. Are you going to seek the attention of the painting? Or are you going to seek the attention of the painter? You'd be more likely to seek the attention of the painter in a wise heart, right? You'd think, what were you thinking when you painted that? That's extraordinary. Tell me more about it. That painting can't tell you anything. There's no life in the painting. And that's what's going on here. Their unthankfulness caused them to worship what had no life in it. Could not produce life in them. Could not produce life through them. So they're not helpful to anybody. Are worshiping what is dead, because they were unthankful. Can you see how far this will carry out? But if they were thankful, they'd be wise in heart to see this is just a the thing. There's a creator of this thing, and I want to know the creator. I want to learn of the creator. I want to go to the higher place. They could have done that. And so can we. Go with me, because we have just a few moments. Go with me to Isaiah 11. Isaiah 11, we're going to look at verses 2 and 3. And this is talking about the Spirit of the Lord. It's in reference to Jesus and the Spirit on Him. But it's... Just as much applied to us as well today. And there's certain aspects of this that will go hand in hand with what we're talking about. And the second verse said, And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The Spirit of what? Of wisdom and understanding. The Spirit of counsel and might. The Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Now, notice the unthankful heart caused them to become a fool, and they were darkened in their heart and in their mind. The Spirit of the Lord causes wisdom and understanding, causes knowledge. Notice there's also the reverence and respect for God. Where this other group were unthankful, they didn't realize it, they disrespected God. Because he was good He had shown how good he was and even if just a small portion They had what they needed to be thankful and to enlighten to grow in brightness to grow to see more and they didn't want it They chose and they showed they were unfaithful with what God had already given because if they were faithful, they would have given thanks now let's continue, and in the third verse it says, And shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. This is, when you and I choose to give God thanks, when we find this good thing, start whatever you need to do to find thee. If it's only one thing you can see right now, find that good thing. Get it. Hold on to it. Push aside all the other things that aren't going right. Shut it up. Find that good thing and give God thanks. It shows reverence. It shows respect. It enables Him to brighten and show more. It is a key to open up to receive more from God. It's a thankful heart. And you and I have this. He's given us His faith. We have this spirit of faith. And as we abound in thanksgiving, we cause ourselves to be established in this faith. This very faith, His faith that's in us, it enables us to give thanks in everything. And with that, when we choose to do it, and I know we're getting close on time, but I want you to get this. As you and I give thanks in everything, we cause ourselves to be enlightened. We cause God to enable us to see clear, to see bright. We cause ourselves to be of quick understanding of the Lord and of His might. Instead of being darkened and dull, we'll be quick and sharp. Because when others are complaining and griping and refusing to give thanks, we will refuse to look down. We will refuse to despond. We will choose to give thanks. No matter how it looks, no matter how it goes, we will find the good of God. We will give thanks all the time. And as we do, we'll see it clearer and clearer that the Lord will be seemingly nearer and nearer, and His will will grow broader and clearer, and we will know, without a shadow of doubt, His will for us, all the in and the out. Can you see that? Praise God. And this is how simple it is, to just stop, take a moment, and thank Him for who He is. Give Him thanks now. Just look at what He's done, healing in your body, saving you for eternity, causing you to have more than enough to give, to need, and supply wants of others, causing you to be of sound mind and clothed well, causing you, hallelujah, to have work to do with Him in this time and forever as you dwell. It's wonderful, it's wonderful, this God that we serve He's too great, too great than anything that we deserve. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. I pray, my friends, that you're doing that now. Keep in the spirit of this. It is so edifying as you continue to seek and thank and thank and thank and you'll find His voice will become clearer. His directives will become that much more real to you and to me as we continue in this way. There's much more to see. We definitely didn't get it all today. We love you, we bless you, and we will see you soon.